Maybe we might, I might take a little bit of warming up. That's okay. If you need to do squat jumps or um, burpees or something, <laughs> let me know whatever's useful for you. Yeah. It's just about getting into your flow, isn't it? I, I've done PR, lots of PR stuff and everyone I interview, I'm not usually on this end, but everyone I interview, first five minutes is a write-off and, and photographers say the same, don't they? First few shots are a write-off. You need to relax and get into it. Okay, well, I might just start then. This isn't No More Water Cooler. Uh, we're on a season break at the moment, but I didn't want to leave a hole in the podcast listening schedule. So we're recording a series of mini episodes with practical advice on some of the themes we've been discussing in season one. And I'm joined by Pip Richardson from The Circle Line, who are a lovely new online therapy platform. How are you, Pip? I'm good. Yeah. How are you? I, I'm a little bit chilly. Yeah. I'm hugging my radiator, so I'm okay. I'm staying alive. I'm, I'm really glad that we've got the time to uh, chat today about some of the topics that were brought up by our guests in the first season. And one of the most common problems, I think, that we've talked about in the last couple of episodes is, is communication, how important it is, but also the problems that when it isn't in place or it's not very effective... And whilst we very much focus on the individual in the community, what they can do for themselves, Mm -hmm. work is almost always with somebody else, even if you're remote. What advice do you have for people when uh, they need to communicate with others that they don't necessarily know? Yeah, well, as you say, I think communication is absolutely crucial um, in any work environment. But I think even more so when you work remotely, you don't pick up or get the benefit of any of that positive social interaction um, and the non-verbal communication that you get when you're in an office. Things like the smiles when you pass in the corridor, the banter at the, wa- the water cooler, that kind of the joking across the room. So I think you have to work that a bit harder, be a bit more aware of communication when you're remote. There's a whole load of tiny little things which you don't necessarily pick up on when you are in an office, but when you're not working in that environment, suddenly you... I guess, miss those things. Exactly, yeah. Because communication is not just words and it's certainly not just emails. For today, it might help to think of communication in, in two parts. Um, you've got the, the boundary setting clarification purpose of communication and then you've got relating and connecting. So if we take to begin with the boundary setting communication, um, which is really about making sure the job runs well, getting clarity over what the job is, setting expectations, um, on both sides, client and, and your own expectations, and setting your boundaries, you know, about what you have time to do and what you're willing to do. I think it's really important to always pick up the phone, talk through the detail, um, as well as always follow up in writing, um, you know, just the basic stuff, really. And that really is just going to help help our work practice day to day get better. But also, you know, that it's okay to look after yourself in this process. Um, and in fact, it's crucial to know what your boundaries are, what your limits are, how much time you've got to make sure that you don't burn out overload is what we want to avoid given that our livelihood is us essentially i think a lot of the time freelancers are going to feel like they have to be responsive and react to emails that are coming through or the the phone ringing you know if you get something at nine o'clock just before you go to bed you have to reply because maybe the work will go away yeah right it's part of that always on culture isn't it Mm. um but actually if you set the boundary up front that with a client you will respond within say 48 hours or 24 whatever you feel comfortable with You've already told them that you won't jump within five minutes of any any email, and that's okay. And you've made that clear. So setting things up really right up from the from the start, and and knowing what you're happy and comfortable to do. Yeah, absolutely. It sort of comes down to creating a little bit of a contract for yourself, and you'll you'll send over the terms and conditions, but in the same way, 
setting up work practices is really healthy. That probably leads leads to creating a stronger relationship with those clients as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a huge part of it. And again, being remote, it's that bit more difficult to really create connection. But connection is what is key to the longevity of your relationship with your client. And what I mean by that actually is a human connection. You know, how much do you know about them as a person, as a human? And what do they know about you? I think what we tend to overlook is that collaboration, really the secret ingredient to that is trust. And trust is only built by sharing. So when we constantly hide behind some kind of mask, usually a professional mask, we're stopping that trust from from building. Do you think there's a a benefit in taking a moment to get to know the other person at a more personal level then, not just talking straight into work, but sitting down and saying, hey, tell me a little bit about yourself. What else do you do outside of the contract of of work? 100%, yeah. I mean, think back back to every decent relationship you've built with a client you know it usually begins with a coffee or a lunch it's not usually a quick email or there's some kind of history or there's a connection via a third party you know it's it's usually something human in the mix that makes it work and certainly that makes it last I think part of that is you know talking not typing talk whenever you can it might just be a phone call um, but even better is just to pop in have a coffee and just you know let the relationship relax a bit there's plenty of opportunities where we can ask more than just how was your weekend. You know, we can ask for opinions on a professional topic that might lead into sharing something more honest, something more open about your life and see if they respond. Uh, I really think when you create a more meaningful relationship with your client, you're actually likely to create more meaningful work for yourself. So two really clear action points there, setting boundaries that you're happy and comfortable to work to and also understanding the client's boundaries and how they want to work, but also building a relationship and and investing right up front at the early stages of the project because you might not necessarily be around for a long time to build that trust to get to know each other on a more human level and start working together rather than working for someone. Keep imagining if you're on the other side and you're paying someone some money for a job that's going to make you look good or bad you know how do you trust that person how do you get to trust them i think building that really is key if you'd like to discuss this topic further or indeed any of the themes covered in the first season of no more water cooler come along and join us at leapers.co we're a free community supporting the mental health of the self-employed i'm matthew knight and until next week work well Mm -hmm.